Susie John Ross. You're listening to Sonic Perspectives. Enjoy. It's Rodrigo here, reporting from Toronto, Canada. If you're a classic rock fan, there's plenty to be excited for now, because I have on the phone here one of the most creative guitar players of our time, Mr. Uli John Ross. Uli, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing very well, thank you. Enjoying the Toronto sunshine at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> it was earlier, but uh, I see the first rays of sun coming. Yeah, yeah. I and, think you you brought the sun because we had some pretty bad days recently. So <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I brought it because uh, our last days weren't so hot either. You know, we were uh, down south in in Michigan, and now it was pretty rough. <laughs> <laughs> well, I understand you're doing a tour now, which uh, was supposed to happen in the second half of last year, right? Correct. Yeah. So uh -huh. why were those shows postponed? <laughs> it was because our um, You see, in Canada, um, there's never a problem with a, um, a work visa, but America, the U.S. The US is a different matter. There, um, work visas are increasingly difficult to get because they're, I think they're overworked or whatever. It just takes forever, uh, and um, we had applied on time, everything, but uh, somehow they they didn't come through, um, and were not no fault of ours mm. um, and we were forced to cancel the tour and then literally um, a day after we canceled uh, the visa <laughs> came oh through my God. <laughs> but it was too late by then because we had already lost like 10 shows etc and the tour wouldn't have been viable um, so yeah. it was one of these things you know now I have um, um, a longer running visa um, so that's fine yeah you know well, Well, uh, this time you're celebrating 50 years on stage. You're doing the triple anniversary tour, right? So tell us what that entails. Yes. 50 years ago, I had my first show. Um, that was at the end of 1968 in December mm. when I was um, a young teenager of 13 years old. And, um, of course, it's been quite a um, <laughs> long journey since then, and I'm still playing on stage and uh, we thought that would be um, a good anniversary to celebrate, you know, and celebrate it with by playing all sorts of music from my from my past, uh, from my um, musical journey, you know, uh, through the years. And that's exactly what we're doing. Absolutely. So we're playing, mm. playing a pretty long show. It's almost three hours long with an intermission. 
but um, apparently it doesn't feel that long, so we're, we're not having any complaints, <laughs> and, uh, and and it it really works night after night. Yeah, and I also noticed there's some exclusive uh, meet and greet package where you actually play a show just before your show, right? Yes, that's for the people who can't get enough of the guitar playing. <laughs> um, we are actually doing something quite different, and that is... Um, we're playing a piece of mine which is called Metamorphosis, and that's based on the Vivaldi's Four Seasons. It's a, it's a concerto, you know, um, which I'm playing on the guitar, and um, it's one of my favorites, and normally I don't get to play it. Mm. So actually, um, we're doing that every day um, in the late afternoon. You know, today is five o'clock, and um, yeah. That's going very well as, uh, also, but it's um, it's a completely different kind of piece of music. It's uh, very virtuoso melodic guitar playing, you know. I see. I don't really have anything like uh, that one in, in the main program. So tell us who else is in the band with you this time. It's uh, pretty much the same band that I brought last time, except for uh, the drummer. Mm. Um, we got Nicholas Torman on vocals and uh, and guitar. He's been with me for quite a few years now. Um, Corbin Barn on keyboards. David Klasinski on also on guitar. We've got three lead guitars, which is quite exciting. We can do all these triple harmony leads, oh, wow. which nobody nobody seems to be doing anymore but that's always a highlight in the show when we do this mm -hmm. yeah um, and then uh, on bass we've got Nico Depesh who was also with us um, before in, in the States and, and in Canada and um, on drums we have uh, Richard Kirk from from England okay and uh, looking back on your 50-year career, uh, do you have any regrets? And uh, what would you say was the highest point? Um, certainly I've done a few things wrong here and there um, strategically. So yes, I do have a few regrets, but um, they're more on a minor scale, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and highest points, I've, I've got some like almost every year. I've had a lot during my life, and uh, and I'm glad about that. You know, so there are um, yeah, always some some shows that really stick in your mind as as extra special for for various reasons, not just because of the playing, but also because of where it is and how it's received, etc., etc., etc. You know. I see. So yeah, it's not something I I want to pick out now because there, there've been too many others. Yeah, uh, you were a part of the G3 tour uh, a while back. Uh, what was that experience like? Oh, I really enjoyed it. You know, it was already the, the second time that I was a G3 member. Mm -hmm. um, did a big tour with Satriani and Schenker um, 20 years ago, and now it was uh, Joe Satriani and John Petrucci. We went all over Europe in last year, and it was. A really enjoyable experience. The tour was great. Um, we had really nice audiences, and musically we got on very well. But also, just as importantly, we got on well as, as human beings. You know, off stage, we a really nice time for all of us. So, yeah, highly recommended. Yeah, 
And uh, you've been very vocal about uh, how poor the music uh, music industry is today and the musical output is today. But uh, are there any guitar players in the new generation that you came to admire or not? Um, guitar players, well, there are there are a lot of really good players out there. You know, but I don't have anybody particularly on my radar mm -hmm. um, because I'm not really someone who's that interested in guitar playing these days. I have to admit, yeah. you know. Um, It's not really my specialty. I I do my own kind of thing, the guitar playing, and that's fine with me. And uh, I'm following my own path in that. But little out there that really um, speaks to me. Which is, um, I don't I don't know. Um, I I tend to be more impressed with people who come with a bit of a musical message, you know. Mm -hmm. And usually, just good guitar playing alone doesn't really do it for me. It needs to be a little bit more than that. I see. And nowadays, that doesn't seem to be to be so much in, in vogue. Yeah. And yeah, being vocal about it, it's basically normally I don't even talk about any of that. You know, it's just because interviewers like yourself keep asking, you know, <laughs> oh, uh, what kind of music can you recommend, you know, or stuff like this. Yeah. And I'm kind of like the worst address for this because I I pretty much don't know what's going on. It's, um, I, I tend to keep away from, uh, from, from that because, I don't know, I've lost interest a long time ago. Mm -hmm. But, um, That doesn't mean that my mind is closed, you know, if something comes to me or if I get to hear someone, you know, festival or so, yeah, it would, um, I would embrace it. And, uh, well, you have a grueling schedule when it comes to touring. Uh, do you find time to compose on the road and to write? Is it an inspiring environment for you or not? Uh, no, very little. The, uh, the time is really carved up so much. I, I do get to think, which I, and, and I love thinking. That's mm -hmm. kind of like a precursor to. Um, uh, it's, it's also a form of creativity because I come up with new ideas, you know. Okay. But real um, music writing, um, uh, I prefer to do that in my uh, peace and quiet at home, mm -hmm. you know. And on the road, my resources are really pretty much stretched to the limit with, with the time schedule. You know, every day, yeah, we have like, I don't know how many, um, you know, public uh, events, like, yeah, we have the two, the two shows, the Metamorphosis, and we have the three hour show. Then we have at least two, two meet and greets, uh -huh. uh, sometimes three of a different nature, you know, like uh, we were in St. Charles the other day and it was a really long day. I had interviews and I had the pre-show metamorphosis for an hour then I had the three hour show and there were three meet and greets mm -hmm. one for the venue one hour so all together like 60 people or something like this and I do tend to take a long time with each person because I don't want to just say hello goodbye and out you know <laughs> so um, usually uh, very often I'm in bed by 3.30 like yesterday for instance and the day before and then you're scrambling for time You know, so mm -hmm. during the daytime, uh, I sometimes take power naps mm -hmm. because it's the only way I can um, do it without getting sick. Okay, I see. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't, I'm not complaining because mm -hmm. I do enjoy being challenged like that. Uh -huh. And um, 
we're really having a blast. It's, it is my best North American tour so far, and we're really enjoying it, you know. But it's also uh, physically the most grueling, easily, yeah. because we have over uh, 40 shows, and we're only halfway through. Yeah, and it already feels like an eternity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And, uh, well, on this tour, you're also revisiting part of your history with the Scorpions, with the highlights from the Tokyo tapes, right? Sure. Looking back on sure. the history with uh, Scorpions, what would have made you stay back then in the band? What would have made me stay? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing could could have made me stay. No, my time was up because I started to write music that really didn't fit the Scorpions anymore, mm -hmm. and I was very aware of that. And that's what I wanted to write. You know, stuff like Earthquake or you know Electric Sun and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And that was not Scorpions music. So, no, nothing could have made me stay. Mm -hmm. um, maybe I could have stayed a little bit longer, you know, um, and maybe I could have done um, both, you know, do Electric Sun as a solo project on the side. Um, some people advised me to do that. And nowadays I would probably be able to do that because I'm more flexible and, and, and quicker in some respects, but back then uh, that was not, not an option. Mm -hmm. I see. And uh, tell me about the guitars you're using this time, and please tell me you're bringing out the Sky Guitar. Yeah, no, I mean, not just this time. I mean, I've had Sky Guitars since uh, the early 80s, and yeah. that's my main guitar, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm playing two new prototypes on, on this tour, or actually make that three uh, uh, prototypes. We were constantly refining the Sky Guitars because I've founded my own little company called UJR Sky Guitars. Uh -huh. and we're, we're selling them to order on the internet, you know, we're not you know, going through any shops or so. And um, it's a small operation because they're all hand-built and uh, we have a one-year waiting list, you know, and oh, they, wow. uh, they're very expensive. Mm -hmm. But um, I, uh, the upside of that is that I get to play new prototypes, we can always experiment and and make them even better, you know. And on this tour, I've got one new guitar called Excalibur. You know, that is uh, pretty much the best Sky guitar I've ever had. It's, uh, it's an mm -hmm. unbelievable, unbelievable instrument. And uh, so it's so good that I'm playing it during the entire first set, although I should, because it's yeah. a seven string and a lot of the um, the pieces that were written for six string. Oh, wow. But I just love that one so much that I'm, that I'll do it, I'm doing it anyways. Uh-huh. And in terms of set list, uh, what can we expect aside from the highlights from the Tokyo tapes and the highlights from your solo career? Well, we're doing we're doing um, quite a few Electric Sun songs, um, mm -hmm. you know, from Beyond the Astro Skies and Firewind and uh, and a little bit from Earthquake. So that is uh, one chunk of the proceedings. Other than that, we're also doing a little bit from Transcendental Sky Guitar, so my more virtuoso stuff like Sky Overture, you know. Um, then a little bit of Sky of Avalon, which is um, Starlight. And um, we're also playing a couple of Hendrix pieces every night, um, or at least one. Mm -hmm. And um, one piece we're playing, which uh, I played on that first night, you know, 50 years ago, um, 
it's a piece by the shadows it's called apache and with doing that i brought my original guitar the guitar that i played it on my first ever guitar i brought it to canada oh wow oh yeah and that's uh, i i really enjoy uh-huh. doing that that little spot and i'm also doing a 15 minute acoustic uh set on i've got an eight string um classical sky guitar Mm-hmm. Which uh, which I'm playing solo, and uh, that's pretty much it. You know, okay. it's a lot of music. Oh wow, man! Th- a three-hour set, Jesus, <laughs> that's quite. Yeah, well, it has it has. Um, it's not quite three hours. There is a um, intermission, uh, an intermission in the middle. You know, so it's a little bit less, but it's well, it's quite a lot. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And uh, well, after this tour, uh, what will be the next step in your career? Can we see a, a new studio album in the works, or? Yeah, I've written, I've written a new studio album, and I've written an acoustic album. Uh, both need to be recorded as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. You know, um, in September I'll be playing a big orchestra show in Athens at the Acropolis, mm-hmm. um, and I'm really looking forward to that. You know? Oh wow, that would be amazing, man! Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At the Rodion, oh, it's okay. basically an amphitheater at the foot at the of the Acropolis. Oh, I see. Oh, that would be amazing, man! Well, Uli, thank you so much for your time, man. I'm looking forward to seeing you on stage uh, in a few hours from now. Cool. Okay. All right. I'm looking forward to seeing you. Thank, thank you, you so much. Have a great show, man. Thanks. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Okay, folks. I hope you enjoyed this interview with Uli John Roth. I am Rodrigo Alta for Sonic Perspectives, reminding you to follow us on the usual social media channels, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. I'm going to leave you now with Uli's song Electric Sun from the album Earthquake. Take care and rock on. <laughs>